Welcome to Lights at the End of the Tunnel, a place where we shine a light on, rant, complain, and try to find solutions about the MGA. After all, we are all in these tin cans together. Welcome back to Lights at the End of the Tunnel. Glad to have you back. Episode 11, recorded September 8th, 2018. This is a very important episode because I'm speaking with a gubernatorial candidate. This episode, I'm speaking with Larry Sharp. Larry Sharp wants to be your governor for New York State. Larry was born in Manhattan, raised in the Bronx. Larry is a Marine, businessman, and entrepreneur. Larry believes that the state of New York needs new leadership and a new vision for the future of this state. However, because Larry wants to be our governor, it means that he'll be in charge of the MTA, the whole shebang, the subway, the buses, LIRR, Metro North, Staten Island Railway, seven bridges, two tunnels. Larry has a different view regarding the MTA. In this episode, we will discuss the current state of the MTA, his vision for the MTA, which is a mix of both public and private money, the recent assaults on MTA employees, budgets, and many other topics associated with the MTA. After our conversation, I will provide a summary of what we learned from Larry and my thoughts on why we should all care about the MTA, even if you don't ever ride it and never plan on stepping foot within the five boroughs. Following my summary, I will provide contact information for Larry and myself. Please listen to this episode with an open mind and hear what Larry has to say. The point of this podcast is trying to find solutions to this problem. The only way to do this is we hear all points of view and make decisions based on all the information provided. Please enjoy. Today I'm meeting with Larry Sharp. Larry Sharp wants to be your governor for New York State. Larry was born in Manhattan, raised in the Bronx. Larry is a Marine, a businessman, and entrepreneur. Larry believes that the state of New York needs new leadership and a new vision for the future of this state. However, because Larry wants to be our governor, it also means he wants to be in charge of the MTA. Very the true. whole shebang, the subway, the buses, LIRR, Metro North, Staten Island Railway, seven bridges, two tunnels. He wants it. Thank you for being on the podcast. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You have a unique vision for the MTA, one that incorporates both private and public money. So what is your plan for that? Have you spoken to any organizations that would be willing to take on the awesome responsibility that is the MTA to work with New York State for your vision? Well, let me touch the last part first. Okay. Um, the organizations I've talked to have been basically bankers okay. and marketing chiefs. So... Can you concept. let those companies know or no? Say again? Can you let those companies, do you let us know which the companies are? Or they're they not don't want okay. me to tell them for a very specific reason. If I don't win and no one cares about this, then it has no value and it just puts the name out and attaches the name to me for no reason. Sure. But if I actually win this thing, there are people who are open to talking. To be clear, it's open to talking. Yeah. The details of it haven't been, we, we have in no way, shape or form sat down and nailed down details. So for the marketing purposes, Lots of excitement. Okay. Banking purposes, some excitement, particularly with long-term leasing ideas. They like that concept when it comes to, to leasing and being able to finance those things. So there is some, some glory or some value there. So what's the plan? There are several plans. The first thing is to put someone in charge. As simple as that sounds, no one's actually in charge of the MTA. It's Well, Andy Byford's the president. 
Okay, like I said, no one's in charge of the MTA. <laughs> like, yes, no one's in charge. Well, no one well, is the in charge. Well, the, the current quote unquote leadership of the man who is supposed to be in charge claims he's not. That's correct. And he points the finger at every single other person on earth except him. He doesn't. He chooses not to look inward. So I to speak. stand by my statement. No one's in charge of the MTA. So we need somebody in charge of the MTA. That's correct. To take Absolutely. the reins and figure this out. Yes. Now some people say give it to the to the city, right? Give it to the mayor. As you pointed out, you can't. It covers too much. It covers, I think, 11 counties, um, 10 or 11 counties. Services so, 17 or 8, yeah. It services 15.3 um, million mm -hmm. every day. Yep, That's absolutely. A, that, and then that includes Connecticut because Metro North goes into Connecticut. Yep, so it, it covers too much of New York for someone, just the city to hold it. It is going to have to be the governor. And I'm okay with that. That's the goal. I want to take responsibility for this because if I don't, nobody will. How do I know that? That's what's happening now. True. Right? All so true. someone has to take charge of it. So we can put together a, a very simple board if we want to have a board still. I don't, I don't have a problem with having some kind of uh, oversight board, but it's not people that I select. It's not my cronies that I put on top of it. No, it's someone like me, the mayor, the AG, and both controllers, something like that. That's a simplified situation where the people who are concerned are in charge. We can make sure that projects actually get done. Nothing gets approved that goes over without that. So it can be done, it's possible. But even if we were to create that kind of board, the governor would still be the head or the chair of that board and in charge and responsible for everything being repaired and fixed. Okay. So that's step one before we go into place else. With that in mind, no extra money to the MTA at all. The MTA has been an embarrassment. It has been a disaster. It has not spent the money that's gotten well and all we do is find new ways to give it more money. I mean, that's actually one of the things I want to bring up is the fact that current leadership is incapable of spending money wisely. That's correct. And I spoke to Blake Morris who worked with the MTA in the 80s in terms of policy, worked with, wasn't a member of the MTA, but worked with them as a lawyer, and he explained the budget. It's basically a shell game. Yes. And by the time the money gets moved and you find out about it, it's already gone, it's been bonded, it's toast, forget about it. Yes. Like when the governor sent it to the ski resorts upstate. Mm -hmm. We didn't find out about it until like a year after it happened, and those millions of dollars are already gone. Which is why that five-person board I mentioned are the people who are responsible for that. So if that goes away, if that actually does happen again, and say it does, say we're, the five of us are completely corrupt and we decide to send all the money off to Buffalo. I don't think it's Buffalo capable to be, or well, Buffalo, like that. Buffalo does need the money. B Buffalo to, does, to but, be, it doesn't mean, but it doesn't mean that should happen. However, the MTA, it's like I've said this before and I've said this a million times and people think I'm being like sanctimonious about it, but if transit dies in New York, if New York City dies, if New York City dies, the whole state of New York dies. This is the absolute wrong way to think about it. Because okay. if you do that, you, you fall into the same paradigm that some people have. You can't touch the MTA because everyone will die, which you just said no, about no, no, dying. No, 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 I mean if you don't fix it. So you have to fix I it. I know, but, but what you said, people hear as, you didn't say it, but what you, what you said, people will hear as fearful. See, we've got to fund it. See, we're a hostage to the MTA. I will not be a hostage to the MTA. And if the MTA doesn't like what I'm saying, and they want to strike, and they want to go crazy and do these things, we'll prepare the city for it and we'll deal with it. Okay. Now, well, I don't want, to be clear, I do not want the MTA to strike. I hope they don't strike. I think we can find an answer without a strike. I believe that. And I could be wrong. And they may say, to hell with you, Governor. We want the way we want it, and you make a change, we're walking. 
If they do that, we'll pay the city for it. Are you talking about unions? Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about, yes, you might. It's possible. Well, you know, the unions, believe it or not, aren't sucking all the money out. No, it's, not at all. It's terrible money decisions. And I've talked about this with other people. When, because there's going to come a time when you get to shut down tunnels. Sure. Entire tunnels. Not entire tunnels, but chunks of tunnels in boroughs. And people freak out. I'm like, look, they're 100 years old. Structurally, they're not good. So I've come up with ideas of like um, maybe creating trolleys. They're cheaper to maintain, and people get used to them. And they and well, buses. Do you want me to? And, and do you want to finish my my my, my fixing? Sure. Because so. you just said what I was talking about. Okay. Yes. And the first thing, as way, I said, it's more positive. It's like we're fixing it. Not everybody's striking. No, and but use the people who are. What I'm saying like, is, they may or may not. My point is, that's not my concern. I will not be a hostage. Okay. Right? We're going to fix this. I believe we can fix it without a strike. I do. I believe that completely. I do too. But I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But if I'm wrong and they go, no, we're going to strike anyway, then they'll strike. We're still fixing it. I'm going to prepare the city for it if that happens, and we'll still fix it. Doesn't matter. The point is, it's getting fixed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I won't be a hostage either way. We're going to fix it. And one part of that fixing is what you just talked about. Other opportunities, other ideas, other concepts. And I'm open to every single one of them. See, the problem, to include, yeah. uh, To include trolleys, to include Google cars, to include Uber, to include anything that somebody wants to talk about, I want to include. And one of the reasons is you want to make sure that there are other options for New Yorkers. See, the thing is, it's like this is the entire point of the podcast. It's like people are like, why are you having this guy on? He's a libertarian. He's a third candidate. He might not even make a dent. I'm like, the point of this podcast is to have conversations. Mm -hmm. That way, if all ideas are out on the table, you can look at it and go, okay, this is good from this idea. This is good from that. No, idea. that's not going to work though. It, well, why not? Because why can't you just put all the ideas out there, talk about them, Because if you don't have a, them. because if you don't have an individual who will push it, all the ideas die. That's the reason why. You have to have an individual who will go out and get in front of the press, like I'm doing now, and push those issues. Those issues on the table will stay on the table forever if His Majesty King Andrew Cuomo <laughs> remains in power for the next eight years. If that happens, these ideas are useless. He will change nothing. There has to be someone who's going to sit there and go, you're right. Let's talk this out. Let's make this happen. So I like it, but you also have to go vote. You sure. also have to make sure that someone like me, and I'm going to promote myself completely here, okay. that you have to make sure that I do well in the election, if not win. Okay. Because if I don't do well, these ideas die. True. If I do well, I bring them with me to the press right after. If I win, I implement them. Okay. So either way, that there is an individual, there must be a messenger, the message itself isn't good enough. True. So my point was, I want to add those pieces you mentioned. I want to make sure that we can repair it. No extra money until the changes are made, right? And there are several ways we want to make this happen. One, the MTA has to change its overtime rules. The MTA has to change its crew size rules. The MTA has to change its HR rules in general. A lot of that is union, but they have to make the changes. And they will get no extra money until they make those changes. Period. They have to make changes. We have, we have situations where our crew sizes are sometimes two, three, four, five times what they should be in other cities and other, other, uh, other municipalities. That has to change. Okay. We have rules that are just bad. And no one simply said, change them. Why do I say that? Because out of the give or take $16 billion that the, the, uh, the MTA um, spends, about $9 billion is labor. That's a lot of labor. Well, the overtime, part of the overtime problem is they're stuck in tunnels with us. Yes, so let's change the do you rules. Think, do you think they want to be stuck in tunnels with uh, us? I mean, they, the, 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 the... Do you think so Marines want to be in Afghanistan? No, 
I don't. But, Thank you. But, so you're not going to get me to feel sorry for an MTA employee. You're not going to get me to feel sorry for an MTA employee. I'm sorry. Okay. They knew what they were doing and they should be paid. I'm not saying they should be paid, but they say, you think they want to be there? I don't think Marines would be in Afghanistan. Yeah, they're well, there. The, the point I'm, try- I'm trying to make <laughs> is the fact that all this overtime is happening yes. because of terrible money decisions Agreed. and de- decades of deferred maintenance. They don't want to be trapped in a tunnel with you. I can almost guarantee you they'd give up all that overtime if they could just get out on time. Mm, the, the MTA employees I've talked to would not say that. Many of them are very happy with the overtime. Wow. Many of them are. So I don't know. My point is the rules have to change. I, but, well, I agree with you that rules have okay, to change. So For that, progress to make sometimes But let's be difficult. clear. This isn't the only thing. Okay. Rules changing is one. This problem, as, as you know, is decades old. Mm-hmm. Changing the overtime rules is not going to fix everything, but it is one aspect. Now, I said off the bat, the idea of spending has to change, which is why I'm taking charge of that, literally, right? So those rules will change at the top. So your point of bad spending, agreed. That was the first thing I said. Yep. On top of that, we must also change crew size rules, overtime rules, on top of that. So to be clear, I'm not beating up unions. Okay. I'm saying they're part of solution too. Right, they are. That's all. So it is... Leadership must change and unions must change together. True. This can be done. I know. So all this has to happen. But not just that. We have, give or take, if I'm not mistaken, about six billion dollars going into the MTA from other things like taxes and specialized taxes and, and subsidies from the city and I mean we have tons of money going into the MTA that comes from places that that has nothing to do with the MTA. Those have to go away too. And that's a huge issue. I get it, but it has to be replaced. With what? It has to be with two things. One, we have to become better at what we do, <laughs> right? Which is which the, means somebody in charge. There has to be somebody in charge who actually is capable of. That's correct. Which is why I said the two things: us, the leadership, and union together. We must be better. That's the first step. But before that's not enough. That must happen. But that's not enough. Also, we have to find other ways of raising money, right? One of those ways is leasing naming rights on the MTA infrastructure. Okay. Right? So that's the only way. Again, n- anything I say by itself will not fix this problem. It will take all of these things combined to fix this problem. One example I bring up all the time is, you know, we have um, example, say, uh, the Throgs Neck Bridge as an example, right? Um, who even knows what that means? Only people who live here. That's correct. And pay attention to what's going on, but not everybody does. That's correct. So they're so just like, what's the Throgs what Neck Bridge cha- problem? What, but, but I'm saying, who even knows why it's called Throgs Neck? Most people don't even know why. Unless you live in that area, you yeah, know. Yep. But if you don't live there, you have no idea why it's called that. You just go, that's a dumb name. That's what you don't know. You have no idea. People don't even know why the Whitestone Bridge is called the Whitestone Bridge. People didn't know that, you know, tro- the Dodgers came from Trolley Dodgers. Oh, I didn't in, know in that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, there we go. So, you know, well, Abbott's was just like... No. I'm a Yankee fan, so it's fine. But anyway, my, my point being... The Dodgers were fine. If you, if I'm you, a Met fan. I don't hate you. I'm just I'm just used to suffering, which is why I take the train every day. Well, I don't know. The, I'm the, very the Yankees are pretty bad, too, right now, but, the, but the, 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 they'll get better. Okay. Yeah. And anyway, <laughs> my, my point being, if that bridge was the Throgs Neck Bridge and it was instead the, you know, um, the Key Bank Bridge or if it was the UBS Bridge or if it was the Colgate-Palmolive Bridge, or if it was the insert thing here bridge, if we actually leased naming rights for it. We retain the asset, right? I don't want to get rid of the asset. I want to make sure we lease naming rights. Several things happen. Number one, we lease the, na- the naming rights of the bridge. That's a bridge that will get mentioned 
you know, several times, uh, hundreds of times every day on, in the news during rush hour, right, all the time, right? The Colgate Home Olive is backed up. To, it's a parking lot. That's correct. Yes, 100%. It'll get, yes. <laughs> these guys pay, these are companies that pay billions Take of dollars. Take the Spectrum Bridge instead. Well, not probably, they wouldn't be here. But anyway, but my, <laughs> my point being, they, they literally spend billions of dollars in marketing every single year, right? Billions. So would they not give $20 million, $100 million, $50 million for a bridge? Of course they would. They give, they give $20 million for a stadium that gets used on the weekends. Sure. Of course they would. Now, I don't know what that number is. That's my point. Is that number 10 million? Is it number 100 million? Well, it's probably somewhere between those two, whatever that number is, right? It's, it's that number in there. But on top of that, not only that, that's money raised without taxation. Okay. Number two, they're also responsible for the maintenance of the bridge. We would still inspect it because we still own it, but we're responsible for maintenance. And people say, well, Larry, if private companies are responsible, that all the bridges will collapse. Well, when has it ever happened? And number two, bridges collapse now all the time in New York State, and there, are no, and there, and there is nothing there. So the more important piece is we'd actually have a way of firing them or forcing them to fix it because if we inspect the bridge year one and it's A and year two it's, it's a B, we say it's a B, don't let it go to C, let it go to C, we say if you don't fix this and it goes to D, you're losing the contract. It goes to D, they lose the contract. Someone else comes in and fixes it, brings it back to A again. We actually have a way of having safer bridges. Right now, we just complain, 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 they collapse and there's no, and there's no response whatsoever because, oh, government was too busy, taxation, whatever, and bridges collapse. This would actually make safer bridges because we'd have a recourse. Yes, I'm not true. even done. That's great, but not just, just that. Just getting started, Larry. Yes, correct, but we're also not paying for the maintenance of the bridge anymore. Maintenance costs go, we're not paying for it, they're paying for the maintenance of the bridge, right? Mm -hmm. If the maintenance is very high, then maybe you change the leasing fee to make the right amount that includes maintenance and the leasing fee, whatever that is. But not just that, corruption for that piece goes away because the government's not spending for it. So there is no, there is no issue for the maintenance of the bridge that so would be- So there's no more like sending contracts out for your friends. Bingo, like, that is correct. Second Avenue, we all know who you are. Yes, that goes away, Hunts correct. Yards, we all know who you are, despite the fact that you know when it opened, there were leaks and whatnots, and the Second Avenue had tons of defects, including fire alarm defects. But our governor wanted it open on January first. Yes. And then in September of 2017, the New York Times had this massive article about how many defects there were, including mm -hmm. fire alarm defects, and there are guys in reflective vests looking for fires. I'm like, no. If you had given it like four, maybe four or five months to test all this stuff out, it would have been okay. Maybe, maybe not. But the point is, when that thing opened, thousands of fire alarm defects, and you just have a guy in a reflective vest looking for but, stuff. But that, but that's to be full with you. That's a branch. I'm fixing the root. Yeah. I don't care about the branch. The br I'll, all, I'll be fighting branches the, forever. But it all starts at the root. It does, but you're talking about a branch. Let's fix the root, which is if I'm not in charge of that then I don't have to worry about it, do I? No. So that's why you fix that piece. But even more, any of the bridges that have tolls on them, tolls can go away. Good, because of Arizona, $17. Thank you. The tolls can go away. Absolutely. Why, why do we need tolls if we're getting cash and maintenance is covered? Tolls go away. The, there there are bridges. Be, Staten Island would be very happy. That's correct. And there are I bridges now. I live over there. You cross, you cross a bridge to the truck, you'll pay 75 to 100 bucks because you pay by the axle. Really? Yes. If you're a truck and trailer, you pay by the axle. If you're a commercial vehicle, you pay by the axle. I did not know that. Yes. All I, all I, I just assumed everybody just paid $17 no, to go over that. No, 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 no. Multiply that by six, seven axles, whatever that is. How many do you have? It's like I live in Bay Ridge, right? And it's just like I see the bridge every day. I 
it's like Patti LaBelle played in Staten Island. I had to think about it. I yes. went because it's Patti LaBelle. Sure. But I had to think about it. It was like, if I take the bridge, it's gonna, I'm going to have to take a cab, yep. plus $17. Yes. If I take the ferry, yep. I'm going to have to come back, which will take me an hour. So this is my point that you can do this, raise money. And this is the point where bankers have already been talking about this idea. And the marketing people love the concept. I, now, the think, marketing I, do, people, I do think it's a good idea. Yes. The marketing people haven't actually um, committed, but they love the concept. And the bankers haven't committed, but they love the concept, which means it's a good idea. How do we flush this out? I can't be sure yet, right? But assuming that we can make this ha happen, it will raise money. We only have to raise $2 billion for, that, that's not true. If we just want to pay for the MTA Bridge and Tunnels, we only have, have to pay about a half a million dollars. Yeah. That's what it is right now. However, if, we're, if they're taking care of maintenance and they're taking care of tolls, it just even that goes away. That means all the money from the bridge and tolls goes directly to the subway. It's a plus. Yes, it just goes to the subway. We'll be, the books will be in the black and there will be no need to create two to lie. There's no reason to create anything because the money goes right to the subway, right? All the bridge and tunnels, the money goes right to the subway immediately. So if we could raise $2 billion as an example, which is what the, the bridges do right now, if we could raise the same amount of money, there'll be $2 billion bucks straight right. to the subway. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm saying we can start getting rid of that $6 billion I was talking about. Yeah. We start getting rid of it that way, right? Add, of course, on top of it, making things better. Some of it goes down too. But on top of that, right now we have tons of rail lines that many times during the day aren't being used, particularly at night. True. Why aren't those freight lines? Hmm? Why aren't those freight lines? Good point. Connex cars, Connex, uh, any, kind of, any kind of freight you want to use. Use the space. Let them, set, let them go over it. Give us some money. You got it, and here's the best part. If we do that, less trucks coming to the city. Less congestion. Less congestion. Buses go further, buses go faster. Bingo! Yes, everything gets better if we just begin to use that. Now what will happen? Well, it's like, here's the fun part. It's like all these ideas are good and already there. It's just that no one wants to think about them because it just makes them go, well, it's different. No, it's not true. It's fears. We talked about off the bat. I see it every time when I, look, I've been campaigning actively for almost a year now. Most, a lot of it has been upstate because upstate is bigger than downstate. Well, when um, I campaign unlike, downstate, unlike certain people who are running for governor of New York City, that's true. Or those who are running for president of the United States. Yeah, yeah those two. It's but like, yes. but it's like I, I'm from upstate, the real one with all the snow where mm -hmm. our food comes from. Yes. So it's like I'm aware that you're. I know from family that signs are up there, which means you're talking up there. That's true. And people have mentioned to me, it's like. I would like to know what Cynthia is about, but we never see her. Right. Absolutely. Yes. It's like we never see her. We never hear from her. She, she's only talking about the subways, but that's great. And I go, well, yeah, she should just run for mayor. I agree. She'd probably do Or that. borough president. And she would win borough president in five seconds. And then it's just like, she, she, she doesn't understand what all of New York is. No, she doesn't. So, I agree. So my, my point here my being... No, no, I love it. <laughs> when, when I'm... You know, when I'm downstate talking about this, people talk about the subway. Obviously, upstate don't talk so much about the subway. No, but, it, because they don't use it and they don't understand it. Yes. And which is fine. But if you explain it in a way, like I've explained it to some people, it's like, this is how this works. It's crazy. It's insane. It's cumbersome. It's annoying. It's frustrating. But it's important. Our city, when it rains, turns into Mogadishu. It does. Yes. It turns into does. Mogadishu. It does. Does. And we should be embarrassed. It's, but let's be clear. When I'm down here and I bring up MTA and fixing it and not funding it and getting any more money at all, 
the fear I get is insane. I was on um, Ebro in the morning, and I uh, hot ninety seven. I brought that bird. Oh, up. I know, I saw that hot ninety seven. Uh, because yes. I went to a friend's house, and he was like, "You need to talk to this man." Ah, go, there we go. I was like, "Who is he? <laughs> Who is this person that you're talking about? His name's Larry." There we and go. I'm like, okay, and what? He goes. Just watch it, just watch it. I'm like, okay. And then I reached out to you on Twitter and he, some person came back to me and was like, to contact Shonda. I'm like, okay. There we go. Yes. And my my team's good. My team so. is good. So, yeah. So And and you could see, just go, no, Larry, but people depend upon it. It's the fear. And I said, I'm not going to be a hostage, number one. And number two, how long do we wait? Until it's five bucks to get on the subway and you still get crappy service? Is that what it is? When I cost you 10, 15 bucks total to take your kid every day, you to go to work and your kid to go to school, and that's just one way? That's if it's working. Assuming it's working, is that what we're going to wait for? And you can see, just go, uh, uh, yeah, no. Look, to be forward, this can work. Will there be some transition? There will. But as long as we facilitate it, it can be done. We facilitate the transition. It can. That's how change is made. I'm a business guy. I'm not a government guy. That's why I know how to think this way. You make transition in businesses all the time. If you do it fast, you know what happens? People get scared. They back out. They rebel. They make bad decisions. Don't rush it. Facilitate it. Move on through. It can be done. But guess what? Now a year or two or three, we have an actual awesome system that actually works. Think about this. Via. You know what Via is? Yes, I do. They advertise on the subways even though they complain that via Uber and Lyft are taking um, business away from them, but they're willing to take their money when yes, they advertise absolutely. on the buses. So it's like, yes. dude, you can't have it both ways. Well, yes, you can because you government. Government can. Government can absolutely have it both ways. They're, they're complaining. It's like, oh, government it's all their fault. It's like, dude, they has decided fault. that they will tax Uber to pay for the MTA. Yeah. That's like saying I'm going to tax Burger King to give it to McDonald's. Shame on them for that. The entire city council, if any of them listen to it, shame on you if you're listening to this right now. How dare you vote to punish Uber? That's embarrassing you did that. Horrible. Individuals using their own property to make their own money to fill a gap that the MTA has absolutely made. It is their fault the MTA sucks as bad as it does. And you have decided now to punish them for your errors. Shame on you. Nothing but shame on you. It is embarrassing that you would even imagine doing something like that. You sound like me on my podcast. Via (laughs) came out only because so many people hate the subway. Via shouldn't exist. No. It does because the subway is that bad. People will pay $5 to not be on the subway. I get up 5.30 every morning to catch a train before seven to get into my job that I have to be ready by the phone at 8.30. Mm-hmm. And commuting has become a daily battle. It's a yes. slog. It's a choose your own adventure. I have to choose my alternative based on what neighborhood my train craft out in. Yes, it's absolutely. Like, where am I? Yep. Am I in my Barclays? Okay, then I can get maybe get the D, maybe I can get the Q. Yep. Am I at J Street? Then maybe I can get the ACE to transfer over here to get yep. this if the F isn't working. Yep. And it's just become this thing and sometimes yeah i take a cab in but the working poor can't do that no way impossible and they don't have the smartphone to do uber yep. and they don't have this to do that and mm-hmm. if there isn't a bus that'll get them near to where they are they are screwed they yep. lose their job therefore they have no money and they can't support themselves yes yes and yes and yes it's like a butterfly flaps its wings in japan and there's a hurricane on the east coast of new york yes i completely agree it's a domino effect just this morning and you also have just people th- rushing in to, to live in manhattan now Four, five, and six trains went down this morning. Mm-hmm. They all it, they all crapped out. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and hours later, the MTA sent a note. So we know that it was challenging this morning. It's like, dude. Yes. I hate that. It's yes. like, yeah, it's challenging. You think it was yeah. challenging? Well, the wor- my worst one is when you when we're sitting in the subway and that nothing's happening, and they say we are delayed because of train traffic ahead of us. Oh, I was in the R. But hold on, hold on. Yeah. They control the train traffic. It's like it's random train traffic. I know. You control it. What they should say is we're delayed because we're incompetent. That would be better. Yeah. Well, um, I was trapped in the Montague, which is underwater, mm. and I was trapped in the R in the Montague in the morning, which is stressful enough. And at first, they said train traffic, and then 15 minutes went by, and that's not normal for train traffic. Mm-hmm. And then they said there's a mechanical issue, and then I, I just my brain just lost it. I was like, I'm underwater. I'm in a Brit. I'm underwater. Yes. <laughs> I can't deal with this. My third episode was about the emotional cost of the MTA. And I talked to a therapist. The, and it was just like, we finally get out. And I tweeted to Sarah Meyer, who's a customer service, chief customer service, first one they ever had. And she's a marketing executive, by mm. the way. So I was just like, I don't know what's going on today, but this is what I heard, this is what I heard, and this is what I heard. So whatever the straight dope is, let me know it, and we can all make accurate decisions. Because that's one of the things I want to talk about is their complete aversion to communication. Yes. It's, it's, it just pisses everybody off. Yes. And it's just like, they don't tell us what's happening. And by the time they do tell us, here's the problem. Other people have figured it out because not everybody's on Twitter. Not yeah. everybody, and nobody, and it's all this round robin telephone thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody's trying. You start following people. Yeah. You just, Physically follow. Go. Yeah. Where are other people going? I will walk behind them because you assume they know what they're doing. And here's the thing: those fancy screens that cost billions of dollars have conflicting information right next to each other. They don't follow the countdown clocks, which don't follow the website, which don't follow the app, which are all on different platforms. I'd also like to point out that when the app was released, they had outdated maps on them. Mm. There's no quality control. Yep. It's just like you're sitting there and it's going, well, what is the truth? All I want to know is what the truth is so I cannot waste a half hour of my life trying to get to work or trying to get somewhere to do something. That's this all, that's all, all comes back to the all, first thing I said. That's all I want, Larry. Someone in charge. Do something. Do s- then be in charge and do something. Vote for me and I will. <laughs> that's how it works. Yes. Vote for me and I will. Yes. That can absolutely happen. Okay. Yes. And- have you read Andy Byford's plan fast forward at all? Yes. Well, no, I haven't. Okay. I have skimmed it. That's all you can do because it's not because that's all you can do. Which is why we. There's, have, it's not a plan. It's a wish list. Which is why we have what's called faster forward. Well, which I is our new white paper. I don't actually like the term accelerated when it comes to bridges and tunnels and trains. It's just like I like, like faster forward, and the, the issue is you want to be able to shut down things actually for longer periods of time. Do it right. Do it right. Yeah. See, I don't want a five-year plan. I want a three and a half-year plan with other options. Well, because the other options that we bring up during the three and a half years will actually stay afterwards, which will force the MTA to be efficient. Right. Because when you have other options, people will choose to do VL, Uber, or whatever they'll choose. Now, what one of happening? Some people will say, but Larry, if you don't control that, there'll be too much congestion in New York City. First off, there already is. Yeah. Second off, if the, if the MTA works better, there'll be less. Yeah. So how about the MTA works better? I, I'm, and I, the reason why I'm getting rid of all subsidies is because I don't want the MTA to believe that if it screws up, it can just get bailed out. That's why I'm breaking the subsidies. Okay, that makes because, sense. Because I don't want well, don't worry, we'll just get more money. No, you're not going to borrow it. No, not, no subsidies. It's not going to happen. That makes sense. You have to make your money by the amount of money you bring in because you have such a good service that people want to use your services and people want naming rights on your stuff. 
True. Whether that's bridges, tunnels, well, that's stations. I'm okay with that too. You can you can name right, do name right on a station. Whether your 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 freight is so effective, your freight lines effective, they can't wait to pay you for the freight lines. True. I mean, there are other ways you can make money, and if the MT realizes it must make money, it will turn itself into an effective organization. Which would be new for them. That's correct. But you can't do that if you don't have the right leadership. And the same old people who are running for governor, who are the same old people who've been in government for the past 20 to 30 years, are not going to make a change. No. Well, they're they're afraid to upset this person. That's correct. And then they're afraid to upset this person. That's correct. And then these two people don't get along anyway. So if you go with one person, you're going to annoy this guy. And if you annoy this guy, then you're going to annoy this guy and that lady over there. Yes. And it's just like nothing gets achieved because no one agrees. The the thing about life is not everyone's going to agree with you and you can't make everybody happy. Correct. Sometimes the hardest decisions are the ones where everyone hates you at first. And then it comes... There's a leadership mantra I bring up all the time, which is the best leaders know they don't have to be right right now. Yeah. They can be right later. Um, I agree completely. I teach leadership. That's what I do. I completely understand. Would you like to address the recent assaults on MTA workers, both underground and on the buses? What do you plan to do to combat those assaults? Uh, how about have better service? This is true. How about a better service? This is true. And, and, arre- that, and arrest people who do bad things. Right. Why, why do I need something special? I'm sorry? Why do I need something special? Have better service and well, arrest people about, who well, do bad things. Well, you know, don't hit people is a good one. Yes. It's like I under it's like I understand the frustration. I really do. But I don't understand this need to punch somebody in the face who it's not their fault. It's like it's not their fault they work for this organization that No, that I, look, I, I'm not excusing the behavior. At no point did I excuse the behavior. Right. I didn't. Okay. But it's this it's the same thing, right? If if I'm creating an environment mm-hmm. to where people are constantly frustrated. You told me to go to a therapist. I didn't go to a therapist. I talked to a therapist. Same thing. You wanted to talk to a therapist. He talked on the the podcast. My point is you wanted to talk to a therapist. I did. Yes. He helped us out. That's my point. Dr. Bing was good. That shouldn't be the norm. That shouldn't be what happens. (laughs) Some people are 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 going to talk to a therapist. Some people are going to punch an MTA employee. Yeah. I don't want you to punch an MTA employee. That's a bad idea. If someone's listening, please don't do that. And if someone does it, it's wrong and you should be punished for that. Absolutely. At the same time, how about to make an environment where less people choose to do that? Sure. How about to make an environment to do that? The, the idea is, well, you're going to have to pass a law. No, if I pass a law that says you, and they do the whole time, attacking an MTA employee is now an extra five years in jail. Has that stopped the attacks? No, it's stupid. It's reactionary. It's dumb. And it creates particular classes. That, that's another thing I don't like about the MTA forever. It's been reactionary and not proactive. Yes. There's a guy, the guy who's planned out the, MT, the subway system way back in the day. His name was Turner. I'm reading a book on it. I'm having him on the podcast. This guy named Turner was all about proactive and mm-hmm. seeing the future. He was like, if you plan stuff out, people will move out there. And once they move out there, then you have everything ready to go. That's and correct. just send trains out that way. And he also said something along the lines of, we're giving you a template. Mm-hmm. And then each generation will fix it, make it better with their own technology. Yep. None of this is meant to last. However, we should be grateful that the people who built the tunnels 100 years ago were real craftsmen and yes. not the current state of the MTA. Yes. So thank you, people who are dead now, but it's appreciated. Um, so yeah, so I don't think I have to address that except by making a, a better environment, right? Sure. Now, if you know that we have that, that issue, something else... Probably I want to spend a lot more time training my people on customer service. This is true. Right? A lot of customer service, a lot of de-escalation, 
Sure. Right. And I've seen MT employees who are good at that. Yep. And though and those who are good at it, they're going to have less problems. And I've seen those who act like jerks. Yep. I've seen both of them. So we need less MTA employees who act like jerks and more who don't. Current leadership at the top of the MTA food chain has a lack of understanding of what actually happens every day in mass transit. And that's because they don't take it. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you were on a bus or a train or LA? Today. Today? Where were you? What did you do? I was on the N train. Where'd you go? I went from 23rd Street to 59th Street on the N. No, it was a W? No, N was the N. And what happened? Was it good? No. Um, It it wasn't bad. No. It wasn't bad. Do you you take transit regularly? Yes. I live in Astoria, Queens. Where? Uh, Story of Queens. The NW line is my line. Which usually is a disaster. <laughs> which usually I, is a disaster. I take CR. I live in Bay Ridge. Yes. It's usually a disaster. It's, it's, so you know, the I, I, I mix between you know. uh, NR, I'm sorry, NW, mm-hmm. and sometimes I take uh, Uber. I'm an Uber guy, Uber Lyft. Okay. And my daughter takes the M60 to school. How far is that for her? How long uh, does it take her? Mm, depends on the day. The worst part for her is waiting for the bus and then crossing the, the, the triborough. Yeah, it probably takes a while. Yes, it does. Um, I know we talked a little bit about the board and um, the board is comprised of political appointees. That's correct. May or may that not, will go away. May or may not have transit expertise. Yep, that, it's, a, it's a system to reward cronies and those who've paid money. That's what it's all about. So yes. you, it's, my next question was, will they be independent thinkers who have transit no, expertise? No, they will not. Okay. They, they will literally be, as I said, me, uh, the mayor, um, AG, both controllers. That's it? And then we'll build a team out that will be an actual team, like, like executives and professionals who would know how to move transit. Yes, they maybe won't be political maybe appointees. Maybe a civil engineer or two? Like civil engineers, things just like that. Now, probably the top is going to be more of a visionary, is my assumption, mm-hmm. but I can't, be, I can't be sure of that. But they'll be professionals, people who can run things. People who think to be efficient. People who think I have to, I have to raise, I have to make enough value in my system that raises enough money with the many different, the diff, many different revenue profit centers that I'm going to have. Right? Okay. They're going to have profit centers when it comes to freight, profit center, centers when it comes to bridges and tunnels, profit centers when it comes to actual fares. You know, these are all profit centers for them. They have to understand what a profit center is, how to make that money so they can pay their salaries and wages, all those things. Negotiating with unions. We don't want unions to be unhappy either. We want to make sure that they're happy also. Right. So you have to have someone who knows how to deal with unions also so you can negotiate effectively. All those things. And generally speaking, political appointees know none of those things. Good. Because it doesn't achieve anything. It's correct. Well, well, it does does reward someone who's given me a lot of money. It does do that. And they get free metro cards. Oh, there we go. And they don't deserve free metro cards. Well, they'll give it to their other friends. Well, yes. that's stupid. Yes. Because they don't. They, their friends wouldn't take. Their friends have can afford to park in the city. That's true. Good point. Will you, when you do receive your money after money keeps coming back in, after you cut it off and bring it back in, will you be transparent in how you spend? One hundred percent transparent. Absolutely. I'm a big. Here's what I know. So it's a very simple formula that works in all organizations, private, public, doesn't really matter. And that is personal freedom. Mm-hmm. Plus transparency, mm-hmm. plus accountability, equals innovation. True. The, the, the problem with the MTA is no one's being held accountable. For correct, it. and not transparent. Both. It's like when, my, like we were talking about earlier, when money gets moved, we don't know. And also, current leadership has vetoed lock boxes. And would you have a lock box? And what, what do you mean by things that can't be touched? Things that are specific for certain things, like fixes, mm. signals. And I don't decide that. 
I don't decide that. That's my, my leaders will decide that I will okay it or not. If it comes up, of course I'm okay with it. Yes, as long as it works. One hundred percent. I'm not against. I'm not against lock boxes. Okay. At all. If 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 leadership decides it's the right answer, it makes sense to me. I'm totally fine with the idea. But I don't want to say we need lock boxes because we might not. Well, it's like I think lock boxes keep coming up in the legislature because um, current leadership doesn't know how to uh, handle money. Yes. They're incapable of spending it. And so the answer is always more rules. Yeah, well, well, if you notice my innovation piece, yep. there weren't any rules in that equation. Well, sometimes you need rules. Of course, but they're generic rules that mean accountability and transparency rules, not punishment rules because I'm mad at you, not daddy rules I look over your shoulder because I think some bureaucrat in Albany knows more than some bureaucrat here in, in New York. No, they're both bureaucrats. True. They're both bureaucrats. So no, my thing is, were you transparent? And are you accountable? You are? Good. Let's make this thing work. Okay. We talked about lack of communication. Uh, currently, 22% of subway stations are accessible. Overall, across all train lines, is 40% accessible, which is shameful. Accessible, you mean for those who are handicapped? Yes. Ah, yes, gotcha. Sorry. How do you intend to fix this problem? Because everybody matters, and everyone deserves to work and enjoy this city. That's true, and, and we're working on it. We're, we're going to make that one of our priorities, but it's not number one priority. I know that sounds horrible. I know it does. I, I get it. It is a priority. Okay. Will you, um, do you want all stations to be accessible or every of other? Of course. No, no. I would like all stations to be. And over time, that will be the way. And all new stations will, of course, be done that way. Right. And as we begin to change and shift and adjust, yes, I need a system that works. Right. An accessible system that doesn't work is a useless system. This is true. So that's why that is not my number one priority. A system that works is not literally billions of dollars every year in debt in the red. True. Is my first priority. When that works, I will then jump right on everything being compliant. 100% I will. Okay. It's just not my number one priority. I don't want to have a system that everyone can get to that doesn't work. True. Because um, I would talk to Monica Bartley from CIDNY and she also uses a wheelchair. And one of the things she talks about is that your station that you start at, at might have an elevator but the one you end up with an elevator will not work and it won't be notified that it won't work and you have to double back. Absolutely. And it's appalling. I, it's I understand. Not, it's not enough that they're there, it's enough that you have But to I don't want to lie to them and say, yes, within a year it'll all be done. Oh, you can't I can't do. promise that in any way, shape, or form. Chicago has, is about 70% accessible. They've been doing it since the ADA was passed in 19. Oh my God, that's 92? Huh? When was the ADA passed? 90, 92? 90. 90. And, they're, oh, and they intend to be 100% accessible. In 20 years. Wow. Um, I promise you it won't be 20 years. Well, you know. But, but, but it but, won't be but, next year. But that's elevators. Every, they, all their transportation is 100% accessible. The stations are putting in elevators. Ah, uh, so, got it. Okay, yes. So yeah. it's like they're, they're 100% accessible across all the Oh, beautiful. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. But it won't take us 20 years for that happen. The stations, they're building the stations and re retrofitting the stations. And I think Boston is somewhere around 80%. In terms of their stations, mm -hmm. I'd also like to point out that Boston is older than us, and yet they've managed to do it. So I don't want to hear the MTA going, "We're old." It's like, so what? Uh, no, I agree with you. It can be done. It can be done. Current leadership is obsessed with legacy building. Yes. Inevitably, this has led to lots of bright, shiny objects. Drives me crazy. While infrastructure and service crumbles around us, wouldn't you rather have your legacy be the person that saved man's transit, even though but the they, dividends won't be noticeable? This long is after our fault, gone? though. 
This is our fault. This one isn't their fault. This one's our fault because we do it. I want my line. I want my thing. I want my thing. And then we and then we we make them believe we'll vote for them if they, if they give us the pet project. If they give us our pet project, so that that's often our fault. However, as a governor, I don't care. Lights on the bridges is our fault. Some people talk about that. Yeah, you, you have people who were were worried about things. Second Avalon is a perfect example. I hate the second. I mean, Avalon. oh my God, that was all about we want our stuff up here. That was a whole lot of that. That was a whole lot of please in my backyard. Well, you know, the thing is, the Second Avenue line was an 80-year-old fever dream here in the city. And Cuomo wanted it desperately. Mm-hmm. And he went on the train on New Year's Eve, a clean train, which, by the way, they clean the subway cars every 8 to 10 weeks. Can you do something about that when you're governor? I see them sweep it every once in a while. Well, there. they do a deep clean every 8 to 10 weeks. Ah, gotcha. If someone vomits, they spot clean it. Got it. They sweep it out at the end of the line, which gotcha. is aces, but right. they don't clean it, clean it. Gotcha. When you're governor, can you do something about that? Don't know. I don't know when. I don't know how how often trains should be cleaned. So I don't really regularly know. would be nice. I don't know what that means because it's gross. So. And I bring that up every podcast because it's gross. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm look. I'm happy to to make the maintenance better. But to be forward with you, I'm not a train maintenance expert. I don't know. Should that be every week, every day, every month? I have no idea. But but I'm but eight to ten weeks sounds really bad. So probably yeah. better than that. But the but in terms of. Like, I don't understand who wanted the light show on the bridge. Oh, I don't know. Who the hell wanted that? It does, it does look good, though. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, my, my point being, it's not my concern. I say this all the time. I'm concerned about happy New Yorkers. Over 100,000 New Yorkers leave this state every single year. True. They bail like there's no tomorrow. That has to stop. If I could stop that... It happens upstate all the time. Yes, heavily upstate. It happens down here, too, but heavily upstate. Well, that's You're because right. they go to college somewhere else and they have Never opportunities in other places. Yep. It's like when people talk, when I talk about upstate, they're just, first of all, people down here think I'm talking Westchester. Right. But I'm like, no, the real one with all the snow. Right. You don't understand what goes on up there. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with a whole other ball of wax up there. But you're right. I mean, they go to school somewhere else. They develop better opportunities. And yes. ultimately, it all affects us. It does. And we, well, heavily because our family's leaving us. The bad system that we have here literally breaks up families, yeah. right? And I don't want to be breaking up families. You break up families, people are less happy. That's how that works. If you volunteer to leave your family because you don't like your family, you might be happier. True. Just, right? If you don't like your family, you might be happier. That's true. But if you're not volunteering to leave your family then because you feel like you have no choice, that's bad. You're going to be less happy. Yep. So I want happier people. If my legacy could be I stopped the bleeding mm-hmm. and then started people coming back to New York... That's a good legacy. I'll take that one. That's what I want. I, that's my legacy. If I make that happen to when I'm out of here in four years from now, four years from now, people are now, it's a, it's a net gain versus 100,000 net loss. And eight years from now, it's like 100,000 net gain. Oh, I, that's, I'm the greatest governor in the world in my eyes. In my eyes. <laughs> well, I think it would take more than one term to turn the state around. No, no. I said stop the bleeding by four okay. and then 100,000 okay. positive by eight. Okay. Yes, if I could do that. That's doable. Yeah, it is. It is doable. And if I could do that, in my eyes, I'm the greatest governor ever. Will you make a concerted effort to have a positive, functional working relationship with the current mayor and any mayor of New York City, regardless of your personal feelings? Well, that, that seems kind of odd. Really? You don't, you don't see how... You no, know? but why would, why would that... Because it's important to have a positive working No, no, I get it, but I'm a business guy. Which... Politics is different. You need to, you need to sort of make choices that you're not necessarily 
happy no, with no, it. No, no, the reverse is true. Like, in politics now, in New York State, it's the mob. Yeah, but... Right? So it's it, you, you have enemies, you have turf wars, all those things. You have a whole lot less of that when you're actually going a company. You have a lot less, particularly if you're a leader of the company. So you have to you have to try to avoid the twer- turf wars. You have to avoid passive aggressiveness. You but have I'm saying being passive aggressive, just have, regardless of your personal feelings towards this person. Of course, we work together. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. Absolutely, yes. Because, every, because, but to because be clear, that's not going every right mayor, right? Right. Obviously, the mayor of New York is the is is the mayor of the largest city in the nation. Yeah. But the mayor of Albany matters too. So there's the mayor of Rochester, the mayor of of Buffalo. The mayor of Cornell. That's correct. The mayor of of Canisarega. Absolutely. Yes. So no, you know. I've been to Jamestown three times. The mayor of Jamestown matters too. They all matter. They all matter. Yes. So, yes, including all the mayors. Not just New York, but yes, including New Uh, York. Well, yeah, I'm just using it as a reference point for the MTA because the current situation is immature and gross. Let's punish each other. Okay, the LIRR is currently held together with bits of string and tape. Long, oh, that, that much? Yeah. I had no idea. Hours long delays and have recently suffered several derailments over the past couple of years. What would, how would you like to help the LIRR be more functional? This, this all falls into the same idea. First off, again, as always, someone's got to be in charge. True. Number one thing, I know I've said it 25 times during this podcast, but it matters. Leadership is everything. Everything, not management, leadership. Leadership and management are two very different things. That's correct. Not management, leadership is the number one. Management matters. I'm not saying management doesn't matter. If you don't have a good leader, your management sucks. Bingo, exactly correct. I've I've been working for a long, I've been working since my teens. So you know. And one thing I know is if the person who's running the show is terrible, everybody that follows is terrible. Absolutely. So leadership is number one. So the people run the MTA, you know, to find the same model for the LIRR. Why in the world wouldn't it do exactly the same thing? Lines that aren't being used, why can't we freight line from the, L- from the LIRR on into the city? It's not a bad idea either. Help build some, uh, some ministry out in Long Island. It's not a bad idea either, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't we do that? Everything for the subway, theoretically the same for the LIRR. Now, I don't know if there's anything people would actually want to name out there. Maybe Jamaica Station. Well, it's not really. No. I don't really know if there's anything anyone would name on LA. It's a good question. I'm not sure if you could use naming rights. Naming rights would work. But there are hubs. You could create hubs. Sure. For example, I talk about the same concept with, believe it or not, the Erie Canal. Yeah. Right, same concept. The Erie Canal has about, I think, about three dozen locks. Yes. You could name every lock, in theory, and each could be a, a separate tourist spot. So you could name all the hubs out there on the LA law and several hubs, right? Switching hubs. You name the hub something, naming rights, and you make it a little uh, place where you'll stop and eat and have a good time and maybe, uh, I don't know, play a video game or something, whatever's the cool thing of the day. I'm, oh, I'm dating myself while playing a video game, aren't I? But that's okay. Whatever the cool thing is of the day. <laughs> Go for 10 years build, from now, it'll be something Build else. an arcade. Build an arcade, I love it. Build yes. an arcade, do old school games like Space Invaders. Yes, but I don't do that. What I do is naming rights so someone else can do it. I facilitate the market doing it. I facilitate an individual company doing it. So we, again, we get the money, which is the one thing we want, so we don't have to keep raising taxes, mm-hmm. and we get better service, mm-hmm. and we get the people who can make money on it so that other people can come and spend their money and spend their time and energy, and hire people and everything. Yes. So I think that the best way I think for LIRR is probably gonna be the, the hub concept. It's probably the best idea for that. Okay. But the concept's the same. Stand- which would also go up, would go upstate also. Good. Metro North, same thing. 
Staten Island. Yes. The Forgotten Borough. It is But me. I haven't forgotten about them because I mention them almost every podcast. I was there twice last week. It takes an hour and a half average for folks to do to come into the city to commute. They are a transit desert along with chunks of the Bronx, chunks of Queens, yep. pockets in Brooklyn. How will you assist those... In transit deserts, and Staten Island is a legit transit desert. Yeah, and this how, this is what, one of the hardest things. How would you things. like to help them out? Because it yep. is hard. And I'm uh, Blake Morris was talking about um, streetcars. Yep. Going to and from over the Verrazano into. Brooklyn I am considering something for those areas, which is a bit more radical. Okay. Talk because about it. it's really hard. You're right. This is a very tough thing. You know, Staten Island has what? 500,000 people in it, give or take? Mm-hmm. Is it about right? It's the smallest borough when it comes to um, population, correct? because you can't get there. It's correct. So it's the smallest borough when it comes to population, which means there isn't, a, there isn't a, the same amount of, of, of customers there. They can't get there. Yes. So it's, it's a problem, right? So the concept of thinking of is something that, like, as an example, a Google road. Okay. What I mean by that, it means since the odds are I won't be able to get someone to sponsor much on Staten Island, right? The odds are I probably can't. I would try. I mean, again, I would try the same thing if I could. If I could get the Verrazano, right? The problem is the Gothels and the Outer Bridge Crossing aren't owned by the MTA, right? Isn't it the, the Port Authority? Yes, so I'd have to make some adjustments to the Port Authority for those, right? So if I could follow the same rules and make the Port Authority follow my same guidelines, I hope they would. You know what? I think the Port Authority is a slightly less corrupt organization than the MTA. Yes, but I don't have much control because it's multiple states. This is true, but, so, Penn, but Penn Station also deals with M-Track. Yes, and so if I could do that, and to be forward, I don't know if I can, I don't know what the system is with the Port Authority, but I could follow out, follow the same idea and use those two bridges also as ways to raise money to create new capital projects within Staten Island, right? The, the, the way is how to create new capital projects in Staten Island, and that's not easy to do. No, Staten Island, poor Staten Island. Yes, I feel so Staten. one of those ideas would be to use all three of the bridges there. Yeah. Well... Yeah, over the bridges there to use it to raise money to then create capital projects. The other thing we'll be as a Google Road, which is something like this. This is conceptual. All right, how do I get from A to B on Staten Island? Right now, I have to drive, as an example. Or the really terrible uh, railway that uses cars that were rejected ah, over here. Correct, right? So, one of those my two options at the moment, and right? There's in terrible this case. buses that are slow and cumbersome. Or do I give someone the opportunity to build a Google Road? And the price to retain the Google Road is maintenance of something else. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. This is a tough one to sell because I'm unsure if the Google Roads of the world would want this kind of thing. The idea is, say I make a, a I'm making this up, a Google Tram, mm-hmm. right? That goes across a certain area, whatever. The rent to have and maintain the Google Tram is you must maintain the other road and or new thing that's built there. That's the, that's the rent. So as long as you do that, you're able to keep the other options. Two or three options. And I want to say things like Google Roads for a specific reason. If we create a better bus route, it's going to sound crazy, but I'm serious here. It's boring. It doesn't bring anybody there. It's got to be a destination site. So a Google Road is something new and interesting, right? A tram that would go would be new and interesting. That would bring new people, young people. They're going to do something new. We're going to make hubs. People go, go, let's go ride the tram on Staten Island or whatever the cool thing is. Right. If we can then take that, assuming that it works, and that's why you tested it on Staten Island, if it would work, we can then make a new Google tram that would go next to the Barrazano, across to Brooklyn, yeah. or in theory, one that would go straight to Manhattan, et cetera, et cetera. Right. 
So you're right, this is a whole lot harder. It isn't as easy at all. But in those areas, you try to do something that's new and interesting and different to spur people to come aboard so they want to do it. It's, 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 like, it's like making Las Vegas, right? Vegas was basically a desert. Yep. They said, here's gambling. <laughs> it's cool. Rush here. And it worked. Right. Right? So we have to find the, that concept for places like Staten Island. Did that make sense or no? It does make sense. You have to, in order, if you build it, they will come. Yes, but, but it can't you, but be boring. You, but, well, that therein lies the problem. It's just like you have to also, Staten Island also have to use it too. So Which is why you have to have both. That's my point. So Which is why the, the cool thing, the rent for the cool thing, is fixing the regular thing. Yeah. I mean, Staten Island is a very unique, it has its own little culture there mm -hmm. based on the fact that it's so isolated. No, I know. And it's like, I... Like I said, it's like Patty LaBelle was there and I didn't think about it. She yes. could have been closer to me in terms of geography of where I lived. Right. But it's just like, there's things happening over there. It's just that no one can get there. Yes. It's appalling. Okay. In our remaining time, is there anything you'd like to say about New York State and not just the MTA? Yeah. New York State is literally in a death spiral and people don't see it. We have over 100,000 people. Yes, it's true. Um, we, we, we have literally over 100,000 people leaving every single year. We have a dwindling population with a rising tax bill. True. And every single politician is only saying, how do we find more ways to fund things? And fund things means tax you. That's what it means. Tax you, fees, whatever the case may be. This is not sustainable. This state's in trouble. We need new, bold ideas to fix this state. All I'm talking about is new, bold ideas. And you might say, but Larry, you can't get those done. You might not be able to. So what, to your point, if I'm talking about them and people are hearing them, someone will take them and adopt them. But Larry, they will steal your ideas. Good, steal my ideas. Yeah. Steal all of them, use them all so I can go back home, go back to work and stop doing this. That'd be awesome. <laughs> steal every idea. Like just copy me, do everything I'm saying, cut and paste my website and run. And I can go home. Yeah. That'd be amazing. So yes, please, I'm not, I don't care about credit. Yeah. I care about fixing a state that I want to stay in and I love. We fix this state, we fix this city, I stay. We don't, I join everyone else packing up and getting out of here. I don't want to do that. So here's the most important piece. When it comes to the gubernatorial elections, any statewide election, governor, lieutenant governor, controller, AG, senator, doesn't matter. For the past 16 years, the same thing happens. Blue comes in first, mm -hmm. red comes in second, nothing changes. That is going to happen this year unless you vote gold. I'm a libertarian, a proud libertarian. My color is gold. You vote gold this year, you will have change. I guarantee it. If you vote gold, you have change. Because one of three things will happen. One, I'll win. And if I win, I will implement these things. We will start talking about it. And, and if I'm wrong, and let's say you can't do this or can't do that, great. We have new ideas, so we'll start fixing them. I'm okay being wrong. I'm not a king. Okay. Right? I'm a, sure. I'm a leader who can be wrong, but if I'm leading us to the right area, we'll begin to fix it. Let's say I can't make, make up the full $6 billion with my plans. I'm, I don't make up $4 billion. It's still $4, $4 billion. billion. Dollars. That's amazing. <laughs> it's still a win. So even if I can't make the six, I make the four. Oh, what a terrible governor. So either way, we can repair these things. But let's say I don't win. Let's say I come in second, I beat the Republican, and I come in second. That would still be amazing. It would be amazing. It would make sure that there's. It would make sure that the Republican Party would actually try to become better Republicans. 
the Democrat Party become the best Democrats, and they couldn't just point the finger at each other and go, no, you're worse than me. They will actually have to become better at what they say they're supposed to be better at. They can actually have to do something for their people. They can stop ignoring their people and just becoming the elitist they are now. But sure. let's say I only come third. As long as I do well, third, I get 15% in, in a five-way race, it's amazing. Yeah. I come in third. There'll be a microphone in my face every single day and every issue that I talk about now, I'll keep talking about. So there will be change if you vote gold. If you're happy with what's happening in New York State, please vote red or blue, you'll be fine. If you're not happy in a statewide election in 2018, you have to vote Larry Sharp for governor, vote gold. LarrySharp.com or Larry Sharp for New York Facebook page and a sharp with an E at the end because the E stands for electable. Does it? Does. Awesome. That's a great line. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I thank you for your time and I yes. appreciate you meeting with me and good luck. Thank you. So what did we learn from Larry today? Larry definitely does have a different vision for the MTA and this is not necessarily a bad thing. They have done the same old, same old for decades, and it is crumbling beneath our feet every single day. His vision includes a mix of public and private money mixing together to create a revenue stream instead of working with debt every year all the time. This idea could actually work if done effectively. With proper leadership, it can be done effectively. Larry is an actual leader, and what is lacking today in the state of New York is actual leadership. People who actually understand the problems and will make proactive steps to solve these problems instead of waiting for problems and then dealing with them based on panic and fear. Larry believes he is the man for this job because he is a proactive person and sees the problems and knows how to fix them. I know many of you upstate who are supporting Larry, the real upstate with all the snow and where our food comes from. I know that you're all thinking, why should I care about mass transit in New York City? I know you're thinking this because I am from where you are. Big up to Steuben County. Big up to Hammondsport. And if any of you are looking for good wine, go visit Hammondsport and the vineyards. And then you can have a nice picnic on Mucuca Lake, which is right by Hammondsport, and it's a good time. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> you were thinking, I don't take man tra mass transit in New York City, and I probably never will. Why should I care about it? Why should my taxes go to a place I don't even want to go? Here's why you should care. If, man's tr if mass transit wastes away, so will New York City. If New York City dies on the vine and wastes away, New York State will also. New York City became a major international financial, social, and cultural center, center in the world because of mass transit. Starting with the elevated trains in the late 1800s and the first subway tunnel was completed in 1904. By the way, we're still using that tunnel, the same tunnel, and it hasn't been rehabbed yet. Just also putting that out there. 8.5 million people live in all five boroughs of the city, plus additional millions who commute into the city for work. 
The MTA services a population of 15.3 million people, and that is across all lines of transportation. This also includes one other state, and that state is Connecticut. Five million people alone take the subway. There are 19.8 million people in the whole state of New York. Most of the state does, in fact, live in the city or the surrounding communities and areas around New York City, and they commute to New York City. Again, if mass transit is allowed to waste away, so does the state. When these millions of people are commuting and working, they are paying taxes. If they are paying taxes, they are supporting the state. They are supporting the throughway. They are supporting Route, 8, Route, 18, Route 18. We are all connected. When the city does well, the state does well. Also, if mass transit withers, tourism also withers along with it, not just the business sector. 61.7 million people visited the boroughs in 2017. They spent money, which means sales tax, which ultimately helps you. They spend an average of $4.2 billion when they visit the city, which ultimately helps you in Avoca, Lackawanna, Penn Yan, Buffalo, Rochester, Glens Falls, Lewiston, Canisteo, and all the other towns, townships, and villages in upstate New York. If we succeed, you succeed. I want you to succeed. Larry wants you to succeed. We all need each other. We need you. Without you, we don't eat. Those are the facts. We all need each other. So let's vote like we are looking out for one another. So when you are voting this November, seriously consider who you are voting for. Really look into what they have done or not done in terms of New York City transit. If they are running for office for the first time, take a good, long, hard look at their plan. What does it say? Do they have timelines? Have they consulted with civil engineers? How much money will it cost? Do they have a proactive vision? Or they just plan on throwing good money after bad? New York State definitely deserves better. I encourage any politician to talk to me. I may not agree with you politically, but we can still talk transit and the MTA. Color, creed, sexual orientation, and political affiliation doesn't matter. We are all just trying to get to work. We have elections coming up. Here in, in New York, the Democratic primary is September 13th, and the general election is held on November 6th. Also vote, get out and vote. If you have not registered to vote, register to vote. For those outside of the boroughs, you can go to www.newyork.gov slash services slash register to vote or contact your local board of elections. Here in the city, you can pick up forms at any municipal office. You can call 1-866-VOTE-NYC and they will send you a registration form and you can mail it back. Also, you can register online. Go to Board of City Elections in the City of New York, and you can register there. So get out and vote. Let your voice be heard.
That's it, everyone. Thank you for listening, and I hope Larry and I gave you something to think about and chew on. Remember, we're all in these tin cans together, and in order for this to work, we all have to participate or just be supportive and be in my amen corner. Here are some spots where you can reach out to Larry and myself. Thank you to Larry Sharp for participating, and thank you to Trishonda for setting up the meeting. To find Larry Sharp, and that's Sharp with an E, and remember, E is for electable. His website is www.larrysharp.com. Twitter, at Larry Sharp. Facebook, Larry Sharp for New York. YouTube, Larry Sharp for New York. Find me. My email is podcastsarah at gmail.com, and that's Sarah with an H. This podcast is hosted on anchor.com. Find me on Twitter at ExeneZoom, that's E-X-E-N-E-Z-O-O-M, where I employ hashtag How's Andy's Commute whenever I complain to the MTA about my commute or your miserable commute. You're welcome. And I encourage all of you to use the following hashtags as well. 40% is failing. Not acceptable. Hashtag 118 out of 472 and hashtag let us ride. Instagram, lights at the end of the tunnel. Facebook, lights at the end of the tunnel. SoundCloud, lights at the end of the tunnel. Spotify, lights at the end of the tunnel. Google Podcasts, lights at the end of the tunnel. Although this app is only available for Android users. Breaker Social Podcast, lights at the end of the tunnel. Radiopublic.com. Lights at the end of the tunnel. Pocket casts. Lights at the end of the tunnel. Thanks to Ox on the Roof for the intro music. Follow them on Twitter at Ox Roof Music. Also SoundCloud, Ox on the Roof. And Instagram, Ox on the Roof. So reach out and share. The only way for this to be successful is to work together. We need to shine a light so bright they can't ignore us. Shine brightly, everybody.